Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everyone, to a Baseball America podcast. This is a special edition of the Baseball America podcast. I'm John Manuel here in Durham. I'm joined by Jim Callis of Baseball America, along with Paul Severino and Daryl Hamilton with MLB Network. And, guys, we're here to talk about the AAA All-Star Game going on next week in Reno, Nevada. All three of you guys will be on hand for that game, which will be on MLB Network Wednesday, July 17th at Aces Ballpark in downtown Reno. 26th annual matchup of the International League and the Pacific Coast League. We'll be able to watch it again on MLB Network, also here on Armed For- American Forces Network and the AAA All-Star Game Radio Network. And uh, guys, I've covered a few of these myself. I remember going to the one in Norfolk, I believe, in 1999, with Benny Agbayani, he got married, which was awesome to see. That was the highlight of the day. He was playing for the Tides that year and was kind of the prince of Tides for a day. And then, uh, you know, involved in covering this in 2009, again, uh, uh, the game on TV. And I remember rolling out of bed the next morning for a 3.30 uh, wake-up call and a 6 a.m. flight. And Shelly Duncan, who was on the International League team, beat me to the line that morning and checked out of the hotel and got on the bus before me and uh, – but he, I, I flew cross country and was wiped out. Shelly Duncan flew cross country and hit two home runs that night for the Scranton Wilkesbury Yankees. So I've always been impressed. Uh, I think the Triple A All Star Game just shows so much uh, the talent that's involved in Triple A, the level of play, and the, the professional professionalism of all these players. And um, uh, that'll be all on display next week with you guys uh, in Reno. And Paul, you'll be doing the play by play. Talk a little bit if you could about some of the players you're looking forward to calling uh, with this broadcast on MLB Network? Uh, well, I think we could uh, probably start with uh, one of the fastest guys in all of baseball, maybe Billy Hamilton. I uh, got a chance to watch him in the Arizona Fall League when we called games for the uh, for MLB Network last year, and he is uh, an absolute speedster. And I was doing some early light prep on the game last night, and uh, I just looked up and saw that he's already got 50 stolen bases. So, Anytime you're able to be in a ballpark and, and actually see that speed uh, firsthand is certainly interesting. And I'm sure one thing that we'll talk about on the broadcast with uh, Jim and Daryl is, is is if that speed can translate to the big league diamond. Because uh, I know last year one of the things we noticed in November in the fall league was that he wasn't really stopping his feet too much. So uh, we'll see we'll see how uh, how pitchers kind of handle that at, at the next level. Obviously, 50 stolen bases in AAA is impressive. Um, but then you look at the, the pitchers on, on the other side for the Pacific Coast League. I hope we get a chance to see Michael Waka. Um, guys in, in our building have been talking him up for the last, I don't know, four or five months, ever since spring when he put on a show and came up and tried to help the St. Louis Cardinals. So, um, you know, th- there is there is a lot of talent. I remember last year we called the game and uh, Matt Harvey got the start, and he's turned out to be a halfway decent major leaguer through the first, you know, 25 whatever starts it's been of his major league career. So, uh, yeah, I think that um, – you know, we'll, we'll we'll see these guys next week in Reno, and we'll see a good chunk of these guys going forward at the big league level soon enough. Yeah, and yeah. that's great. I think there's some, some great talent. You, you pointed out some of the younger talent, and you mentioned the stolen bases, Paul. And, uh, Daryl, that just is an easy segue to me for, for Brett Butler, who's managing uh, Reno and is the manager of the PCL team. And, you know, Brett Butler, known throughout his 
major league playing career as a great base dealer, a great bunner. Uh, you know, Daryl, you played against Brett a lot. Now he's had so much success as a minor league manager, now managing the all-star team of the PCL. He won the AAA championship last year, the national championship with the Reno Aces, a game played here where I am in, in Durham, North Carolina, through a driving rain. Um, did you have any anticipation when you played against Brett Butler of that he'd be a successful manager down the line? And uh, I mean, just how how did he prepare himself to be a manager uh, back when he was playing? Well, I think uh, playing against him and getting the chance to talk to him about uh, handling being in the big leagues was something that was special to me. I mean, uh, you know, when you see a guy who's had the success he's had uh, in the big leagues, you always want to pick their brain. And I did that a couple of times with him because he, in my opinion, was one of the best bunners I've ever seen. And uh, I, I talked to him a few times about bunting. He got out there with me early one time to uh, to work on bunting, and I was on the opposing team. So, you know, we don't see that too often anymore in the big leagues where guys on the opposing team helps out one another because, you know, I understand the rivalry and this and that. But, you know, when you have questions and you've got a guy who's there willing to answer it, uh, you got to take advantage and you got to put your kind of ego to the side and, and try to get better because I think everybody who uh, plays baseball, if it's triple A, big leagues, A ball, double A, doesn't matter. Everyone's trying to get better. And uh, if you can lean on someone and ask questions, I would advise a lot of guys to do that. I just remember last year before the AAA championship series with uh, Brett Butler and Gerald Perry telling a lot of stories on the field before the game and uh, just some of the memories those guys were sharing and and these kind of generations of baseball that Brett Butler, uh, you know, played when I was growing up and uh, watching that guy in person and interviewing him on the field uh, before the AAA uh, national championship last year was uh, pretty neat just to see that guy still grinding. Uh, after all these years, uh, he'll manage the PCL team. The International League team will be managed by Dave Miley. Uh, Jim, I thought you'd be interested to know that one of the coaches on the PCL team, Damon Miner, a guy I think you covered, what, in the 1994 College World Series at Oklahoma? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking how old that made me feel because uh, <laughs> not only did I see his name on there, and I was I went to the second AAA All-Star game. It was my first year at Baseball America when I was fresh out of college, so it's been a while. But my, my funny Damon Miner story was not only did I cover him, there was a time, I think the year before, I was supposed to interview him for Baseball America when we did our old College East and College West, and I got kidney stones, and I tried to – I didn't realize there were kidney stones, and I tried to work through it, and my wife kept saying, you really look like you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Just let me lie down. I need to call Damon Miner in two hours, and I had to pass the Damon Miner interview off to Alan Schwartz, call him from the emergency room at the hospital. Uh, anybody who's had kidney stones will identify this. I was gritting my teeth. and I was like, you're going to have to call Damon Miner. I can't. Uh, and it took me a while to pass the stone. So I'd say Damon Miner both makes me feel old and hopefully I will not have a recurrence of kidney stones when I run into him in Reno. I'm so glad I brought that up. <laughs> and that was unrehearsed. John didn't know I was going to kidney stones when he, when he went with Damon Miner. So. I remember your kidney stones. I just remember that your uh, office refrigerator was full of giant bottles of water for the next That's couple right. months after that. I had to, had to hydrate. Had to hydrate. You had to hydrate. Well, uh, Jim, some of the players from this AAA All-Star game who are uh, prospects I was going to ask you about, like a Nick Castellanos will miss the game with uh, on paternity leave. Uh, you know, we already mentioned Paul already talked about like Michael Waka and Billy Hamilton, some of the higher-profile prospects. There's some other guys who are very interesting players here who are – Good prospects, maybe not you know top 50 prospects like a Waka or Billy Hamilton, but who are some of the other guys, again, future big leaguers, uh, who are going to be part of this game on both teams that you're looking forward to watching? 
Yeah, you know, there's a couple guys on the PCL roster, John, uh, uh, you know, off the same uh, Reno team, so they're going to have a huge following while we're out there for the game, who are, are very good prospects for whatever reason. I don't think they get as much hype or, or as fandom as they deserve. But Matt Davidson, he just climbs through the, the Diamondback system every year. He, he's gotten a lot better every year at third base. He, he hits for power everywhere he goes. I think he's going to be in the big league soon. And and then Chris Owings, who was a supplemental first-round pick like Matt Davidson a couple years ago, you know, usually a shortstop, and, and they obviously went out and traded for Didi Gregorius this offseason, and, and so he got overshadowed there. But he's hitting 353. I know Aaron Hill signed long-term, but, but Chris Owings could start in the middle infield for a lot, a lot of teams, and I don't think he's too far away from doing that. And, and then on the IL side, I don't know if, he's, if you'd call him. He's not a true prospect. I mean, shoot, the guy's almost 30. He'll be 30 in October, but – but, but Chris Colabella has just been a great story this year. I mean, he was a, a hero in the World Baseball Classic for Italy. And, and the last I checked, I think he's hitting 350 with, with 20 or 21 homers for Rochester. And, you know, and here's a guy who, you know, the, the Twins very well could trade Justin Morneau with the trade deadline coming up. Chris Colabella might be in the big leagues pretty soon. It's, it's a great, great story. I mean, here's a guy who I believe was in independent ball a couple of years ago, and, and now he's on the doorstep of the big leagues. Wasn't just an independent ball. It was an indie, indie ball for like six years. Couldn't get a sniff, and uh, you know, hit that home run off Edison Volquez in the World Baseball Classic. He have a couple other of uh, the IL team. Also has a couple Canadian uh, veterans of the of international play. Andrew Alberts, kind of one of my personal cheese balls, uh, beat the U.S. for a Pan American Games gold medal in 2011 for Canada. Uh, was the starting pitcher in that game. Uh, also with the Twins, and then uh, a Jordan Leonardson, a College World Series hero back in 2007. With Oregon State, he's playing first base for Toledo. So there's a lot to chew on, Paul. So you got a lot of prep. you got a lot of uh, Baseball America-type guys uh, to prep for with the pregame for this. Uh, so what's, what's the maybe the last uh, to wrap up here, Paul? Kind of what's, what's the fun part of covering an all-star game? I know the messy part for a play-by-play guy is having to keep that giant scorebook and keep track of all the changes. But what's the fun part of covering a, 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 and calling a, an all-star game like, like this event's going to be? Outside of the free travel? <laughs> sure. Oh uh, yeah, no, no. and the Kino uh, and Reno, right? <laughs> yeah, that 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 helps too. That's one way you know you'll be a winner. Um, no, I think it's 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 good for me personally and selfishly because um, you know I, I get to do a little more homework on some of these guys, just like the Arizona Fall League. You know, you do the homework and the prep on those guys in November, and then uh, you know a handful of those guys will will make the team and uh, at the beginning of the following season. And now here, as we get ready for. Uh, the AAA All-Star Game, uh, like I said before, I'm sure some of these guys, again, may not turn out to be Hall of Famers, but by the end of the season, they may make an impact on their parent club, or uh, they could be part of a trade that helps somebody else. So we're gonna we're gonna hear these names again. Um, you know, like I said, they may not all end up being the, a Matt Harvey or a Mike Trout or a Bryce Harper type of guy, um, but we're gonna hear these names a lot. And, and obviously, Daryl and I do a lot of MLB tonight, so. Uh, this certainly helps us, uh, helps us again, selfishly uh, to be prepared for, for our, our, I guess, our everyday jobs. But it's always great to see some of the, the best young talent in, in professional baseball, get a chance to see them up close and personal, and, uh, and, and hopefully be out in front of the curve, at least as far as some guys. You, you uh, John, and, and Jim are both miles ahead of me as far as knowing these guys front and back. But, uh, you know, it's good to get out in front of it and, uh, and be prepared when they do make an impact at the big league level. And, Daryl, last but not least, uh, did you play in a, in a minor league all-star game? Kind of what's this like from the player's perspective to play in one of these kind of games? Even though it's an exhibition, um, kind of what's it like from the player's standpoint to play in one of these games? 
It's pretty fun. I mean, I played in a single A uh, Cal League All Star uh, game, and, and it was it was fun getting all the guys together and seeing who may, would make it to the big leagues and who wouldn't. But you know, I'm, I'm kind of jumping on what Paulie said. It's kind of fun and selfish for both of us uh, to to see these young guys and see what they can do. I'm more excited to see the guys that have got some type of big league experience and. And they're now back in the AAA, and they're trying to get back to the big leagues. I mean, uh, one guy in particular, uh, and, and I hope he comes to the game, because, you know, we, we've got the rosters right now, and there are a few guys that are scheduled to be there but probably won't. But uh, Josh Harrison, who was with the uh, Pirates, uh, yep. you know, he had an impact when he came up, did well, and then struggled a bit like most young players do. And now he's back down in AAA. I want to see if he can get back. And I tell you what, I'm a little disappointed, because I was excited to see uh, Jared uh, Cozart who right. uh, is with the Astros, but he just got called up a couple days ago. So I'm sure he's not worried about playing the AAA All-Star game. But it's fun to see the kind of transition with these guys for when they get to that level where, you know, AAA is neat because you're one step away. And, uh, you know, now I think guys understand that the big leagues is not that far away. And for me personally, when I was in AAA, I, I just I thought big leagues was a million miles away, but it's right there. You can almost taste it now. And you know we're the only game in town on that Wednesday after the All Star game, uh, on the Major League All Star game. So it's going to be fun because there's going to be a lot of people watching it. Uh, these kids get an opportunity to really showcase their skills. And who knows, you may have a scout somewhere far away get a chance to pick up the uh, the broadcast, and all of a sudden one of these kids may be in the big leagues a few days later. Well, it's the only show in town. No pressure, Jim. Your first AAA All-Star Game broadcast, so I think That's you, right. better, you better lean on the pros like Paul Severino and Daryl Hamilton. So this was uh, this was fun, guys. Uh, Good luck uh, with that. <laughs> 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 this, this was a lot of fun, and uh, I think uh, it's gonna be hard to top that Damon Minor story, Jim. So I'm gonna wrap it up. But uh, I want to thank all three of you guys for coordinating your schedules and for uh, giving people some time and some insight in the next week AAA All-Star Game. Uh, once again, it's, it's next Wednesday live from Reno on MLB Network with Paul Severino, Daryl Hamilton, and Jim Callis on the call. For those three guys, I'm John Manuel of Baseball America. We'll see you on the next Baseball America podcast. So long, everybody.